Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Shortly after four o'clock this morning, I spoke to President Zelensky of Ukraine to offer the continued support of the UK. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Over 400 children have been injured and 153 children died. The idea that concerns me a great deal that we're going to, after 50 years, decide a woman does not have a right to choose. Breaking news in the World Health Organization has just released a report estimating that 15 million deaths occurred globally due to the pandemic, around triple the current estimates. Vive la République! Et vive la France! This is now a global North Greenwash Festival, a two-week-long celebration of business as usual and blah, blah, blah. Hi everyone and welcome back to the new series of Where We Are with Nina Zoe Porter, your breakdown of all the key events in the world from the past seven days all in one bite-sized podcast. For today's episode, here's what happened in the world this week. This week, North Korea has confirmed its first death from COVID-19, with state media adding that tens of thousands more are experiencing fever symptoms. It said 187,000 people with a fever were being isolated and treated. With information from the heavily policed country being heavily restricted and misinformation very common, experts believe that the virus has actually been present in the country for a long time, although North Korean authorities only announced the first cases on Thursday. The authorities said there had been an outbreak of the Omicron variant in the capital, Pyongyang, and announced lockdown measures. They did not give precise case numbers. In an update on Friday, the official KCNA news agency reported that the outbreak extended beyond the capital, saying, quote, a fever whose cause couldn't be identified spread explosively nationwide from late April. Experts say there is a fear that this is going to massively damage the medical infrastructure with little to support civilians if the virus spreads. North Korean officials said that around 350,000 people had shown signs of that fever without specifying how many had tested positive for COVID. Currently, it is believed that the majority of the North Korean population, which is made up of just under 26 million people, remain unvaccinated. And next. 
up to 38,000 people a year leave the civil service. So the simplest way to do it is to have a freeze on recruitment, which we've done in the Cabinet Office. Sure, but you, but you, but you can't control where those redundancies come from, can and, you? And that's, you're quite right to mention that, because that's a really important part of this, is that we need to have, with the reductions, a very effective learning and development programme, so that civil servants uh, whose roles may not be the optimal use of their time can be trained so that they can fulfil other roles within the civil service. It has been reported that during an away day with cabinet ministers in Stoke-on-Trent on Thursday, Prime Minister Boris Johnson tasked his cabinet ministers to report back within a month on how government department workforces can be cut back to 2016. The government's workforce is known as the civil service. The work across the country on delivering services for the government and the British public, from strategic advisers to the government to people issuing driver's licences. There are currently plans to cut more than 90,000 civil service jobs in order to free up the billions of pounds necessary for measures to ease the cost of living crisis. Reduction would represent around one-fifth of the 475,000 strong workforce, with the government saying around £3.5 billion a year in salaries. Speaking to Sky News on Friday, Jacob Rees-Mogg, who is the Minister for Brexit Opportunities and Government Efficiency, said the government is trying to get the civil service back to normal after taking on extra people for specific tasks around COVID-19 and Brexit. Minister, lovely to have you in this morning. Well, thank you for having me. Eye-catching announcement, to put it mildly. A fifth of the civil service to go. Explain just in practical terms how and when this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, I know it sounds eye-catching, but it's just getting back to the civil service that we had in 2016, after Francis Maud had done the job that I now do. And bear in mind, since then, we've taken on extra people for specific tasks, so dealing with the aftermath of Brexit and dealing with COVID. So there's been a reason for the increase, but now we're trying to get back to normal. The news comes as Boris Johnson faces pressure to do more to address the UK's cost of living crisis, which has seen inflation soar to its highest level in three decades, with Tory MPs pressing for tax cuts and Labour accusing him of being, quote, bereft of ideas. The Prime Minister told the Daily Mail, which first reported the planned cuts, that the civil service had become swollen during the pandemic. He added, quote, Every pound the government preempts from the taxpayer is money they can spend on their own priorities, on their own lives. The announcement appears to follow a comment from the Prime Minister during the Queen's speech debate earlier this week, when he spoke about needing to, quote, cut the costs of the government. We'll be back with a third story from the world this week after this short break. Every day we read or hear news reports of anger, distrust and division. America is deeply polarised. On Let's Find Common Ground, listen to the opposite. Remarkable, innovative people who are working to bridge differences and reach an understanding with those who see the world differently than they do. You'll hear from politicians, scholars, activists, journalists and everyday people. They share their personal stories about finding common ground on race, the environment, criminal justice reform and many other controversial topics. New podcast episodes are released every two weeks. Join hosts Richard Davies and Ashley Milne-Tite for Let's Find Common Ground. Find every episode on commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's commongroundcommittee.org slash podcasts. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Pasa que al final lo aguanté, pero sí que es verdad que alguna vez que tienes muchos dolores, incluso pues tomándote alguna medicina, a veces casi imposible y sí, sí, si algún día lo tengo que hacer, lo haré. In a media report this week, it was suggested that Spain is planning to introduce medical leave for women who suffer from severe period pain. A three-day sick leave for painful periods will be allowed if employees present a doctor's note, the draft says potentially extending to five days on a temporary basis for particularly intense or incapacitating pain. But it is not expected to apply to those who suffer mild discomfort. But politicians warned that the draft, which was leaked to Spanish media outlets, was still being worked on. If passed, it would be the first such legal entitlement in Europe. Only a handful of countries around the world have such legislation in place. There are... Um, there are th two possibilities that ha have to be on the table. The first is that period pain can be bad enough that you need time off work. The second is period pain can't be bad enough uh, that you need time off work. What cannot be the case is that period pain in Spain is bad enough to, that you need time off work, but the period pain in the United Kingdom is not. So either this policy is wrong, and the Spanish have got it wrong, or we've got it wrong in not adopting it, right? So that's the choice that you face as democratic uh, countries. The Spanish legislation is part of a much wider reproductive health reform, which will include changes to the country's abortion laws. It is part of a wider approach of treating menstruation as a health condition, which also includes the abolishing of VAT on some hygiene products, the so-called tampon tax, and free hygiene products being made available at public centres such as schools and prisons. The draft also includes extended paid maternity leave before childbirth and changes to abortion laws outlined earlier this year by Equality Minister Irene Montero. Media outlets who have seen portions of the law report that is due to be presented to Cabinet early next week. In the meantime, according to a recent UK-wide survey, 26% of employees feared their manager wouldn't consider period pain a legitimate illness. So, you're all caught up. That's where we are in the world this week. Be sure to listen next week to stay up to date on the latest news around the world. Search Where We Are with Nina Porter on all podcast platforms and subscribe today to get new episodes first.